Hello and welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Happy New Year, everyone. This uh, program is going out a few days before New Year, but on some of the repeats it will be New Year's and uh, right around New Year's Day. This program was researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. I'm Jeff White. This is NWS 618 of WaveScan for release on Sunday, December 27th, 2020. On the program today, the largest whale stranding in the history of Sri Lanka, the NHK Radio Japan Relay Station story. We'll also have our Bangladesh DX report. We'll tell you about some New Year islands and our Australian DX report as well. On previous editions of WaveScan, we have presented the story of whales and their mass strandings along ocean coastlines. Three months back in September 2020, some 500 pilot whales were stranded on the west coast of the Australian island of Tasmania. 100 were successfully diverted back into the open ocean, though unfortunately 400 died before they could be rescued. This was the largest mass stranding of whales in the known history of Australia. Here's Ray Robinson with more on Sri Lankan whales. Thanks, Jeff. The largest known mass stranding of whales anywhere in the world occurred at the South Pacific Chatham Islands in 1918, where 1,000 pilot whales were involved. This massive event occurred on Long Beach, on the western side of the main island. The main town of Waitangi lies at the southern end of Long Beach, and the huge number of dead whales constituted a major health hazard that extended for a long period of time. Just last month, on November 4th, 2020, there was another similar event with the mass stranding of 120 whales at Pandura Beach in Sri Lanka. On each of these three major occasions, it was a pod of pilot whales that got stranded. These whales grow up to 20 feet long and they can weigh up to one ton each. At Pandura Beach, which is just 15 miles south of Colombo City, personnel from the Sri Lankan Navy and Coast Guard were assisted by local citizens in turning the whales around and moving them out to sea. In some cases, powerful motorboats were used to drag the whales out into the open ocean. Fortunately, only two of these whales died from injuries received in attempting to come ashore. So since the whales have taken us to Sri Lanka, let's take the opportunity while we're there to remember one of the shortwave sites on that island at Ekala, and in particular, the Japanese NHK shortwave relay station that was installed at Ekala 30 years ago. Over the years, the important and historic radio site at Ekala, a dozen miles north of the national capital Colombo, has contained four major international shortwave radio stations, first operated by the Royal Air Force, then operated jointly by the BBC and the Sri Lanka Broadcasting Corporation, then by the Voice of America, and finally by NHK Radio Japan. It was in 1988 that plans were announced by the Japanese government for the installation of a shortwave relay station at Ekala in Sri Lanka. In February of the next year, 1989, work began on this new NHK facility, with the construction of a completely new building and the erection of four curtain antennas. 
Initially, the original plans for this shortwave relay station indicated three transmitters at 300 kilowatts, though subsequently only two were installed. Under arrangements with the government of Sri Lanka, an additional four transmitters at 10 kilowatts each would be installed in the original SEAC building for use in the home services of the Sri Lanka Broadcasting Corporation. The station was built by NHK and then gifted to the SLBC, who operated it on their behalf. Test broadcasts from the two Japanese-made Kokosai shortwave transmitters began on the frequencies 9720 and 11840 kHz on December 11, 1990. Three weeks later, on January 1st of the following year, 1991, these two transmitters were taken into regular service with programming provided via satellite from NHK in Tokyo. Both organizations, NHK in Tokyo and SLBC in Colombo, utilized these two transmitters for the broadcast of multi-language programming into Asia and the Middle East. There were occasions when technical problems at NHK Ekala interrupted the usage of these two transmitters. Japanese technical personnel serviced the electronic equipment at Ekala six years later, and the station returned to the air again on December 9, 1996. Then, another six years later again, in 2002, NHK transferred the relay of their programming from Ekala to the Deutsche Welle relay station at Trincomalee on the east coast of Sri Lanka, while renovation was underway at Ekala. Then finally the end came. On the last day of May 2013, without any fanfare, the SLBC closed the historic shortwave station at Ekala and transferred their own programming to Trincomalee. It was just too expensive to continue to operate this shortwave station and spare parts for the transmitters were becoming unavailable. However, as the well-known international radio monitor in Sri Lanka, Victor Gunatilika, informs us, the equipment at the station appeared to be still in good condition, even at that stage. But along with the historic SEAC station at Ekala, the NHK SLBC station there is now gone forever. Back to you, Jeff. Thank you, Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles. Now let's go to Salahuddin Dolar with our Bangladesh DX report. Dear listeners and radio hobbyists, welcome you in another edition of Bangladesh DX report on Webiscan. This is Salahuddin Dolar from the beautiful city Ratshahi, Bangladesh. Glad to be back and thanks for listening. Many, many thanks to Webiscan listeners who had sent reception reports on our last episode. This month, we would be glad to verify your reception report with our latest QSL card on Sajek Valley, the hillside beauty of Bangladesh. Now, the receiving log of different radio stations, Radio Thailand, English language service, guideline on COVID was heard at 050 UTC on 13750 kHz, the SI code was 444. December 5th. TRT, Turkish program, was heard at 0150 UTC on 6000 kHz. The SI code was 333. Turkish music was aired. IRIB Tehran, Italian service, recitation from the Holy Quran, was heard at 1750 UTC on 5930 kHz. The SI code was 343. RRI Bucharest, in Romanian, instrumental music was heard at 1820 UTC on 5990 kHz, the SIO code was 333. 
ট্রান্স ওয়ার্ল্ড রেডিও আফ্রিকা টিগ্রিয়ানা ল্যাঙ্গুয়েজ ভায়া মলডোভা মেল প্রিচার্স প্রিচিং ওয়াজ হার্ড এট এইটিন হান্ড্রেড টোয়েন্টি ফাইভ ইউটিসি অন সেভেন রেডিও পালাও ভায়া টি এইট ইংলিশ প্রোগ্রাম ক্লোজিং অ্যানাউন্সমেন্ট বাই মেল অ্যানাউন্সার ওয়াজ হার্ড এট জিরো নাইন হান্ড্রেড ইউটিসি অন নাইন নাইন সিক্স বিবিসি পাস্তু প্রোগ্রাম রিপোর্ট অন আফগানিস্তান ওয়াজ এয়ার্ড এট এইটিন হান্ড্রেড টোয়েন্টি ফাইভ বাইবেল ভয়েস ব্রডকাস্টিং পার্সিয়ান সার্ভিস প্রিসিং ওয়াজ হার্ড এট এইটিন হান্ড্রেড থার্টি সেভেন ইউটিসি অন সেভেন ডিসেম্বর নাইন্থ ইব্রা রেডিও ভায়া আল ধাব্বা ইন ওরোমো ল্যাঙ্গুয়েজ was heard at 1600.09 UTC on 9540 kHz. The SIO code was 343. Radio Filipinas, Filipino service, announcement of awareness on COVID was heard at 1730 UTC on 9925 kHz. The SIO code was 444. 7370 332. Many, many thanks Mr. Pradeep Chandra Kundu from Tripura, India for sharing his log with us. If you have any comments and suggestions and send your reception report to the following email address dxbangla at the rate gmail.com The address again dxbangla at the rate gmail.com Okay, I will come with more DX news in the next edition till then take care salauddin dollar ratshahi bangladesh thank you salauddin rise and set day and night for many that is the most observation that is required of the sun for radio hobbyists however our celestial neighbor holds a larger influence over our daily lives requiring much closer examination The role it plays in our hobby can be that of a great awakener or a great destroyer. Now as we stand on the first steps of Solar Cycle 25, which is already positioning itself to be one of the most talked about solar cycles among radio hobbyists in decades, there's a renewed energy in the hobby for all things HF. Many are venturing out, some for the first time, into the vastness of radio bands that once again crackle with life. For this journey, you need an experienced and knowledgeable guide. So Teak Publishing is proud to announce the 15th edition of the Amazon best-selling ebook, The Global Radio Guide, the winter 2020 to 2021 edition by Gail Van Horn. This publication will have wide appeal to amateur radio operators, shortwave radio hobbyists, news agencies, news buffs, educators, foreign language students, expatriates, 
or anyone interested in listening to a global view of world news and major events as they happen, says Larry Van Horn, co-founder of Teak Publishing and editor of the Global Radio Guide. With the help of the GRG, you can tune in shortwave broadcast stations from hotspots such as China, Cuba, India, Iran, North and South Korea, Taiwan, and many other countries. If you have a shortwave radio receiver, an SDR, or an Internet connection, pair it with this unique radio resource to know when and where to listen to the world. The newest edition of the Global Radio Guide carries on the tradition of those before it with an in-depth 24-hour station frequency guide with schedules for selected AM, longwave, and shortwave radio stations. This unique resource is the only radio publication that lists hour-by-hour schedules that include all language services, frequencies, and world target areas for over 500 stations worldwide. The Global Radio Guide includes listings of DX radio programs, such as uh, WaveScan, and Internet website addresses for many of the stations in the book. There were also entries for time and frequency stations, as well as some of the more intriguing transmissions that one can find on the shortwave radio bands. Gail Van Horn has also updated her SDR Buyer's Guide, a compendium that helps you navigate through revolutionary the revolutionary world of software-defined radios, SDRs, the digital radio frontier. New in this 15th edition of the GRG, Gail dives into how and where to hear exotic shortwave stations transmitting on the world's tropical radio bands. Located in the lower portion of the HF spectrum, these stations serve as a window into the culture and daily lives of countries not served by large international broadcast stations. Even in an increasingly connected and digital world, for many of the citizens in these countries, these radio stations serve as the only source of news and information that they have at their disposal. Spectrum Monitor magazine editor Ken Reitz checks in in this edition of the Global Radio Guide with a primer on where you can hear global radio and television media broadcasters via satellite. Fred Waterer, also of the Spectrum Monitor, has a feature on listening to music from around the world on shortwave. There's a nostalgic look back at radio in 1922 uh, by our friends right here at AWR WaveScan. Teak Publishing's Larry Van Horn also gives the reader an exclusive tour of frequencies and radio services below 530 kilohertz in radio's basement bands. Uh, the 15th edition of the Global Radio Guide ebook electronic book only there is no print edition is available worldwide from amazon.com and the various international websites now let's go back to ray with a look at some new year islands well jeff with new year's day on the horizon it's interesting to note that there are several islands around the world that are identified as new year island however generally these are small islands with no real significant interest for the radio aficionado For example, the New Year Islands belonging to the U.S. states of California and New York, to Argentina, to New Zealand, and to the Australian states of Western Australia, the Northern Territory and Tasmania, are each unimportant and insignificant little islands. However, the New Year Island in the Marshall Islands out there in the Pacific, also known as Medjit Island, is a more substantial island, large enough to support a population of 400 people. 
However, though there is no radio broadcasting station on this island, and they receive their local radio programming from medium wave station V7AB on 200 mile distant Majuro Island with 25 kilowatts on 1098 kHz. The largest New Year island is located in Guanabara Bay, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, and it's known locally in the Portuguese language as Ilha do Governador. This island has an area of 16 square miles and a population approaching a quarter million. Back in the era immediately after World War I, there was an official wireless communication station on the island that was identified with the call sign SOH. These days there are several radio broadcasting stations on the island, such as, for example, the 50 kilowatt Christian station called Radio Rio de Janeiro on 1400 kilohertz AM. Rádio Rio de Janeiro apresentou Atualidade da mensagem de Chico Xavier ZYJ462 Rádio Rio de Janeiro 1400 AM A emissora da fraternidade 22 horas. Atenção, ouvinte, este programa é uma reprise. Rádio Rio de Janeiro. Thanks again, Ray. Let's go to Bob Padula now with his Australian DX report. Welcome to another edition of the Australian DX report. This is Bob Padula in Melbourne, Australia, bringing to you our latest roundup of news concerning shortwave broadcasting stations around the world. We include information concerning propagation reports, monitoring information, solar activity news, schedule information and other items of interest to shortwave monitoring enthusiasts. A reminder that all times we give in these programs are in UTC, also known as GMT, and all frequencies are in kilohertz. Full detail QSL cards are available for correct reception reports received for the Australian DX report. The address will be given at the end of the program. So now, here is this week's news. Latest information from the Department of Radio and Space Services, that's the Ionospheric Prediction Service in Sydney. New South Wales here in Australia indicates that solar activity continues to be regarded as low to very low. The 10.7 centimetre solar radio flux has dropped to 82, that's 8.2, and the daily equivalent smooth sunspot number has fallen to 23, that's 2.3. The IPS further reports that those, those conditions or those parameters are likely to remain the same in the immediate future. So that means that continuing problems will occur for effective transmissions on long-haul high-frequency broadcasts on frequencies above about 10 megahertz on darkness or semi-darkness paths. But frequencies above about 10 megahertz on daylight transmission paths will be somewhat more satisfactory. Now, we have some information concerning propagation and monitoring made here in Melbourne as we move into our summer period. 
Kotka's reception here in Melbourne during our sun or post-sunrise period. This is a sample of some frequency occupancies I noted recently between 1915 and 1930 in the 31, 41, 49 metre bands. 5980, the voice of Turkey in Turkish. 6020, China Radio International from the Shizuan transmitting station in Albanian. 6030, Radio Oromia broadcasting in the local languages. 6140, the BBC from the relay station at Kostinbrod in Bulgaria broadcasting in Persian. And 6160, China Radio International from Kunming in German. 7580, Radio Fadar transmitting from the Yudon Thailand relay station in Persian. 7570, the voice of Korea transmitting in Spanish. 7520, a very strong signal from Radio Free Asia broadcasting from the Kuwait transmitting station with programs to China in Chinese and 7485 another very strong signal this is the Voice of America from Lampathon the relay station there in Kurdish and 7475 Radio Thailand from Udon with its international service in English intended for Africa, Asia, the Middle East and Europe 7465 The Voice of America from Tanang with programming in Korean from the Philippines 7445 The BBC from the Madagascar Relay Station with broadcast in English 7435 China Radio International broadcasting from the Xi'an transmitting station with programs in Hungarian to Europe and 7425 the station in Saudi Arabia broadcasting its programs in Arabic and 7375 station broadcasting well that's radio radio the station in Algeria broadcasting from the Usadan relay station in Arabic 7365 China Radio International with programs in Portuguese from the Beijing transmitting site 7360 China Radio International on the adjacent frequency broadcasting from Xi'an with programming in French and yet another frequency for China Radio International 7350 in French broadcasting from the Kashi transmitting station 7290 the IRRS a private shortwave broadcasting station with broken programs in English 7265 the BBC with broadcasts in English now between 1930 and 2000 the new pattern of reception or uh, appears and these are some of the items we noted recently 5900 the Bible Voice Broadcasting Station religious organisation broadcasting 
in Arabic from Kostinbrod 5985 China Radio International in Portuguese from a Beijing transmitting station 6130 the voice of the Islamic Republic of Iran with programming in French and 6170 the voice of Korea with programs in German and the 31 litre van some frequency occupancies are as follows 9780 Adventist World Radio broadcasting from the Neusprand Relay Station in Austria with programs to Europe and Africa in French 9745 China Radio International broadcasting from Urumqi with broadcasts in Esperanto one of the few stations on shortwave still broadcasting in that language and that's all the information in our program this time we hope you found the broadcast interesting and helpful for your shortwave radio monitoring just a reminder that full detail ADXR QSL cards are available by contacting this address the URL is simply adxr.org give it once again adxr.org at that address you'll find all the details about how you may send in a reception report and you can receive a QSL card via postal mail that's physical postal mail or via the internet so until our next program this is Bob in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia wishing you all good listening and thanks for being with us goodbye for now thank you Bob just want to mention a quick reception report here received from Michael Bolton in Balch Springs, Texas in the United States. He says, I received wave scan the other day at my new home in the early morning hours with excellent results. At 0800 UTC on WRMI on 5850 kHz with the SINPO 54445. Pretty good reception there. Thank you, Michael. We're ending WaveScan today with a song from Spain. It's called Alegria, Alegria. Alegria means happiness, and it's by Manu Tenorio. A Christmas song and sort of a New Year song as well. Thanks for listening to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio, researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson. Next week, the radio scene in the ancient land of Nakchivan. We'll have a special interview on the program and the Japan DX report. Several QSL cards are available. Send your AWR and KSDA reception reports for WaveScan to the AWR address in Thailand and also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa or to IRRS Italy or to the AWR relay stations that carry WaveScan. Remember to... You can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air. Here in the program, they will also verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The email address for AWR QSLs is qsl at awr.org. 
And the postal address for AWR QSLs is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, that's P-R-A-K-A-N-O-N-G, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. Again, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. The email address for other correspondence to Wavescan, other than reception reports, is wavescan at awr.org. I'm Jeff White at WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. From all of us here at Wavescan, Happy New Year. <laughs>